All right, all right. Seriously, seriously, just, just, just cut it. Just, just stop. This is like what four minutes long. <laughs> Something. Like I that. love this game to pieces, but Jesus Christ, that video has nothing in it. It's just, it's just wafting and boring. Let's just, let's move on. It that could is have been the worse. best trailer. I could have played the other one. That is the best trailer we could find. So, uh, yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, yes, all right, Sido, I'm a fan too. But yeah, I, I don't have enough time to sit through three minutes of it watching. Going around. It and could around. be worse. We could have done this. Oh no, no. Let's, <laughs> no, let's no, not do the no, crappy, no. bad, freaking Scottish. I'm, I'm going to go all actor. sexy beast on your eyes. No, 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 no. Um, hi. This is platform. Welcome to the show. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Sorry, we got a little carried away there, but uh, it, it does start to irk you a little bit when uh, you've seen that movie about three or four times, and it's just really, really long, and the chat room would probably fade off and leave. By the time we were finished, I was about to fall asleep. Quite frankly, <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, look. Moving right along. Hi, welcome to Platforms, guys. We are up to episode thirty-one. Thank you, Dave, for writing it on the top of the show notes again. Bazinga! <laughs> I also cor- I also corrected just your your uh, typo at the bottom that you always get wrong. I I would imagine that, and, and I'd I'm say that probably still going to get it wrong. With prawn. About yep. that, yeah. yeah. Game prawn. All right. Anyway, prawn. Enough. Hi. Enough. Enough. All right. All right. All right. Hi, guys. If you're wondering who we are and what we're doing here um, and what all this mania is, this is Platforms. We are a live show that goes out every week that will tell you about games and many other probably pop culture references along the way. The difference between us and other games podcasts is, of course, we're not very PC. We have Dave, which always leads to chaos, as some people in the chat room might be able to attest to. Um, Ever, Ever so wonderfully reined in. Yeah. By, by the genius <laughs> co-host of the show, Jesus Christ, Mr. Joshua Philpot. Uh, yes, what I, thought, did you do I, I thought I would introduce you this week uh, <laughs> so that we could get everyone introduced in timely fashion. Aww. So we have Joshua Philpot. Is that Bob on the end? The uh, it's what Nacho end. calls the backhanded compliment, the the <laughs> Kaziki backhanded compliment, which is what you get. Uh, as always, moderating and keeping you little dogs in line is uh, Nexus eighty one, also known as Shane. We need to get a better picture. That's I'm a great s- picture. It's a great picture. I just think he needs a horned helmet. Though. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. His face is very elongated. Uh, and yes, yes, uh, Shane is in talks for the new Thor film. Uh, <laughs> just letting all you know. And of course, the man behind the cameras, behind the mics, behind everything, and making sure this program goes out is Beardy Jon Bearderson. I'm blushing. Not really. See, boy, that's how it's done. Everybody's <laughs> name done in a timely fashion. Take it away. Maybe I won't. You want to do the rest of the show yourself? Uh, Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's kick off. Let's let Dave Dave do this bit. You really want that? No, 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 I don't. I I really don't. Um, Well, anyway, look, let's cut straight to what we've been playing this week. Uh, We'll start with you, Dave. What what, what have you been mucking around with? Well, it should be no surprise to everybody that uh, I haven't been able to stop playing Battlefield Bad Company. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I know. I did not see that coming. What what a shock. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. Uh, Oh, I just saw Jello Pudding Pop written. What you see is you have to play Battlefield Bad Company with the pudding. Don't get distracted by the chat. Sorry, I got distracted by the chat. Um, Battlefield Bad Company. um, I had an epic session on Friday night around you guys. Uh, You saw me uh, uh, invoking the spirit of Nacho Justice uh, (laughs) as I ran around knifing people uh, willy-nilly. It was a a fantastic amount of fun. I've also been doing a little bit of uh, Red Steel too. Mm. Um, uh, which uh, I like, and of course uh, this week's uh, review, Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I have played at least three minutes of that. 
in full preparation. It's longer than that, believe it or not. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, I've been writing up uh, everything from my uh, Bethesda days. Uh, oh, I've right. been quite busy in that. And uh, I think that's pretty much about it. Mm. Yeah. What about yourself, man? What have you been up to? I, um, I have been revisiting God of War, and um, uh, I actually started uh, again with another friend because they hadn't seen it. It was an epic uh, thing to do, is to introduce somebody who's never played God of War to God of War 3 because the epicness seems so much more epic if you've never played it before. It's like, to us, it's a gradual step up, and every game has been amazing, whereas he was just sitting there going, it's a, it's, and a, it's a giant thing, and it's stuff bursting, and I'm just sitting there going, yeah, this is just normal, dude. This is like the intro. <laughs> yeah, but you have to admit, the first 20 minutes of God oh, of War 3 are, amazing. are beyond epic. I mean, you're just sitting there, and I, I, I'm not going to lie, uh, I may have been playing it with one hand, um, <laughs> I, I it, definitely it, had a little it, boner. Yeah, it was it was pretty bit. fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I was blown away by it, and I was just sitting there like, "How are they going to raise the bar? Well, raise my bar on this because it's uh, <laughs> the bar is pretty high." And uh, and what about uh, I'm going to just. <laughs> Move right past. Yeah. <laughs> Sydney. Sydney. Going straight to over to uh, Beardy on Beardy. Oh, look, I've had, I've been I having my... not all I've played. Oh, Jesus you, Christ! You took too long. <laughs> one sick. All right. Well, I'll just freaking bullet point them then. Obviously, Monster <laughs> Hunter. And um, apart from that, I've been playing a shitload of Battlefield too. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, I've been you. having my ass kicked by Battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gradual process. It's, it's a gradual Dave process. I'll be ready to have my ass kicked by you guys by Friday, I hope. <laughs> and uh, I played the. I pulled out a few demos this week. Actually, I played the demo of uh, Nacho when he was here. Actually, talked about Perfect Dark. Um, and that was just so much fun. It was so much fun just going back old school. Mm. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, I knocked off that demo really fast. I want to buy it now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I also pulled down the demo for a split second, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet. And oh, Shane, the bullet second. points, man. Tell us what you've been playing. Okay, uh, That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Shush. Yes, go. Uh, finish Splinter Cell Co-op. Finish Splinter Cell Co-op. A uh, little bit of Battlefield. A little bit of Battlefield. And uh, Halo Reach. Shane is the only one out of us that has actually been playing Reach. You know what? I have a token for a download of Halo Reach, and you know what? I'm not going to use it. Oh, I'll take it. No, No, I'm not going to let anyone use it. it. Anyway, guys. Fuck Bungie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, let's move into the news. (laughs) Who else haven't I offended yet? This week's show (laughs) not brought to us by Bungie. (laughs) Uh, all right, well, um, there is some new news on the R18. Dave, did you, um, did you take a look at that? The, I the, um... did have a look at that. I was actually uh, fascinated by the fact that they can have thousands of entries into uh, the signatories, and they can have, what is it, they, they ended up with 500,000 or something like that in, um, um, responses to this discussion I believe paper. the total number was a Brazilian. A Brazilian, and only like a, a one, or two per- one or two percent <laughs> of them were negative, and yet they still sit there and go, you know what? We still need more discussion. Yeah, I um, like I. <laughs> Maths is a very difficult thing for the Australian government to work out. You know, it's like ninety-eight point two percent wanted. Mm. Yeah, look. When have we ever really cared no, what ninety-eight point two percent of the people want? It's ridiculous. I, look, I completely agree with you guys, but um, we have to pull out some major facts out of that article, which is the important things that um, EB Games retailers um, are responsible for thirty-four. Um, 34,938 of those. That doesn't change the validity of them, though. 
Mm. No, it it doesn't. It doesn't um, because like obviously people that are walking into the store, whether it be for them or uh, their kids, they're in there to purchase games. Like, right, which means they're the target audience for this. This absolutely and no, what, no, no. What, no, what but would I'm they know saying, about it? That's right. Damn. But I mean, you would expect <laughs> that most of those applications would be for, not against. You know yeah, but I when mean? the Catholic Priests Association actually came out and said they were for an R rating, mm-hmm. that's got to tell you something. Yeah, it, does. Also, it tells you that they want sixteen-year-old boys distracted to play. Oh. <laughs> um, so that they can concentrate on other things. Yeah, uh, obviously the other people involved in this were uh, the uh, Australian Interactive Media Industry Association, bleh, Telstra, I thought, I thought that and was a big Save call. Our Souls Gaming Clan. I was more intrigued by Telstra jumping on Such that. a big plug, but anyway. I was, I was more intrigued by Telstra jumping in, um, being a contributor for Telstra's gaming website, GameRadio.com. Uh, come and check out my things under Cozy Eye. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I just, I just thought it was interesting for a big corporation to get behind it, mm. uh, you know, and pretty much be the only name corporation that is mm. has has put their their hand up and said this is what we need. So, yeah. uh, uh, a big fans of that. I don't know if Job had anything to do with that. Probably not. He's probably drunk somewhere uh, in a puddle of his own vomit. But does, um, does sound like. Job. It does sound like yeah, Job, doesn't um, it? Anyway, go. But, you know, um, good on them. I mean, uh, hopefully this will... I mean, from what I was reading in the article, apparently there's more discussion yeah. that needs to be oh, done. Oh, there's always going to be more discussion. <laughs> but even if you took out the 30% from, from EB Games and so forth, you still look at that. We're still talking about several hundred thousand submissions on a the discussion paper, and B, on the petition. Yeah. I'm uh, very proud of my own kind. I'm very I, proud of I am stunned. Right and now. i got to tell you, I... I, I and this is something that we're going to talk about on Geek Actually on Saturday as well because there's been information coming out about, of mm. course, about the internet censorship policy, which is all interrelated with itself. And the fact is that that policy is almost dead in the water as yeah. well. And I've got to say, it is really shows that people don't want their technology fucked with. They want an R rating. They don't want their internet filtered and so forth. And I think the federal government is getting the message because I think yeah. they're getting scared. I actually think that um, both uh, K-Rod, mm. my dog, and uh, Conrad, um, were both uh, <laughs> definitely listening to platforms and uh, Geek Actually. And I think that it was the three of us and Shane Absolutely. that helped sway public opinion yep. and their opinion. I hope so. so. I would like to say congratulations to us. Yeah, I think we deserve... Look, we've talked the crap out of this subject. Yeah, we will continue talking the crap out of it until it's all off the table. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Until and when it is, we'll find something else to. Absolutely. <laughs> Until I have the right to download bestiality for whatever reason <laughs> that I want, this issue will never go down! I just look at it this way. I'm and okay. You're okay? I'm okay. You're the okay. point that I All made right. on a blog post in this last week was the 89,000 signatures that they got on that petition had to make the federal government suddenly turn around and say, you know what? Each one of those signatures effectively could equate to a lost vote. Yeah, exactly. And that's an awful lot of lost votes. Ooh, yes. You know, so Ooh, yes. you can tell. You, I can tell you right now that the federal government is leaning into the attorney general's ears right now, saying, "Speed this up, guys. Speed this up, guys." <laughs> <laughs> Do you want another half a million votes? <laughs> Put this shit through. <laughs> Put the thing to bed. And I mean, the fact right. that they, they've taken. The filter basically off the table for the moment. So yeah. uh, these these are both uh, reasons why I will be celebrating tonight by um, you know maybe downloading some Lolita porn from Germany at some <laughs> point uh, while I still can. I don't think either of this still makes that legal. Really? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, not really. Well, onto um, onto subjects about Dave and his uh, Lolita porn and oh. and so on and so forth. Yep. Dave, um, you went away oh, for I? the third time. 
uh, recently, and you went off to Paris. Yes, gay Paris. Gay Paris. Uh, gay Paris. I, I brought some manly heterosexuality to gay Perry. Yeah. Um, no, actually, it was uh, it was quite a awesome trip. Uh, uh, first, I have to uh, give a couple of shout outs at the beginning of it. Uh, it was uh, over there for Bethesda Days. I have to give a shout out to our local representatives from uh, one to another, O two A, which are Simon and the awesome PR chick known as Bex. Uh, I have to give other shots out to the Bethesda people that I drank with and insulted. Uh, mainly there, uh, there's <laughs> mainly C- insulted. In, mainly insulted, yes. <laughs> CEO uh, Sean, who is legendary. Can, can we bring up um, Dave's uh, lower third on screen just so that people can see uh, this one's for one Sean. of one of the comments? Which... This this is one of the comments that I made to Sean, a Englishman. Uh, not realising he is the CEO of Bethesda Europe, uh, going, you know, um, football's for faggots, right? <laughs> uh, to which he responded by buying me two mojitos every time he went to the bar. Which I think awesome. he was trying to poison you with alcohol. Didn't work. <laughs> he doesn't didn't know work. your liver. He, he, he really uh, doesn't. I don't think he understands Australians. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't quite... Uh, it backfired horrendously on him. Uh, but no, a uh, uh, big shout-out to, uh, to Sean, to Natalie, to Rob and to Ryan... Uh, all uh, product managers and uh, producers on the uh, wonderful games that I went to see, which I'll be yep. talking about, which is uh, Brink. Oh, the things I want to do to Brink. Uh, Brink, Rage, and uh, Fallout New Vegas. I would um, also like to put a shout-out to those people as well, just to say thank you for taking him off my hands for a week. <laughs> it, was, it was really nice. It was so quiet. <laughs> Fuck <Nothing>. you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. yeah, you, you say that on air, and then after it's so good to have you back, man. Don't make me do oh, another show on, with you, Nacho. Oh, oh, you tried to oh. do stuff to me. What? Um, you what? said it. You know you did. Don't pretend. Anyway, um, moving on. So how about you tell us about those games? Those games. Well, I'll start with Rage. Um, I, I had about an uh, hour demo with most of these games and then interviewed uh, a lot of the CEOs. Rage is quite possibly uh, the best-looking game I have ever seen. Um to quote one of the other developers who I won't call out, um, their exact reaction when they saw Rage was, Jesus, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> fuck, look at the fuck! Yeah, no, is that running on PC or on console? 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 Fuck! And that was pretty much my reaction when I walked in. It is just... What, I thought Crisis yeah. 2 looked good, mm. but fuck me, man. This is just amazing. Draw distance is like, you know, 20,000 kilometres. Mm. Um... Everything is so crystal clear. It's not mm. funny. It's kind of like uh, Borderlands if you gave it the realistic tone. Mm. And it's definitely been misrepresented because most people are feeling it's going to be a racer, you know, heavily based on that. I would say it's even first-person shooter, racer, depending on what direction you want to go. Yeah. There are racing, there are tracks you can go, you can upgrade your vehicles, you can upgrade your weapons, but it's not a traditional levelling up system as in, you know, levelling up your character. It's more your attributes and yeah. things like that. Um, there were still issues because obviously it's a first look, so, you know, there's, there was a few bugs here and there. But as far as frame rate and the way that the game went, oh, absolutely astounding. Uh, that one is going to be huge on the radar and mm. expect a lot of developers to be sitting there going, yeah, we need to start again. Yeah. <laughs> Go um, back to the drawing so, board on that bad boy. So uh, how was the actual, um, like, things like uh, the physics of, uh, you know, like the ragdolls and, and sort of like the uh, phys- violence and stuff like that? Like, I'm curious because um, obviously uh, ID Software have a huge history with... I'm, I'm not going to use violent games because I don't want it to sound negative, yeah. but... Um, 
like they've always been the home of the Gibbs and so on and so forth. I'm just wondering, um, is that really represented in the game, or is yeah? It... Look, it definitely is. Um, uh, as far as the handling in general, uh, okay. Imagine for your vehicles, they're very arcadey burnout style, so mm-hmm. you can just fang it around corners and whatever else. So that and and it's it seems very intuitive, very easy to pick up. Yeah. Uh, as far as I understand, the character you're playing is kind of like. A, very similar to Fallout as you're, you're left in an arc and you're from the past and then right. you're the only survivor of this arc. So you kind of got this current day feel. Now, um, the physics seemed quite decent. Uh, a mm. few of the motions were a little bit funny. Facial animations weren't complete yet. So do you know what I mean? They, they were kind of a little stony face. But as I said, this is all completely pre, pre, normal. Pre-alpha. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's first look. So, you yeah. know, and I mean, for a first look, it was fucking astounding. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you seem to have a little boomerang thing, which seems to be uh, like the id software sort of boomerangy logo type thing. Yeah. The guns handle really well. You've got um, power-ups that you can use for your weapons and things like that. So mm. you've got a crossbow that you can use and you can uh, electrify your bolts. So if you shoot nice. anybody in water... You fry the shit out of them. Uh, I was really impressed. I mean, really, really impressed. Uh, as I said, for a first look, it's looking amazing. Um, awesome. Now, I thought I'd jump into uh, Fallout 3. Uh, it's due out next year, uh, Fargus was asking in the, uh, in the chat room. So uh, the next one I'll talk about is Fallout New Vegas, mm. uh, which everyone uh, besides me seems very excited about. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, if you love Fallout Three, you will love New Vegas. Yeah. Um, but it, it does tend to feel a little bit more like a um, a major expansion pack. Yeah. Uh, they've moved it so it's in the Mojave Desert at the moment, which has not been irradiated. So the big change from the other series you've seen is uh, it will be blue skies, and it look it looks beautiful. Mm. It looks magnificent, but it's the same old things. You've got your vats. You've got all of that. They have um, gone a little bit deeper. It's a different character too. You're yeah, playing a new yeah. character. Okay. Uh, they've gone a bit deeper because you've got now, I think, second generation mutants, mm. and they don't seem to get on too well with the first generation mutants. So you can do a lot of playing them off against each other right. if you've got high enough uh, charisma and, mm. and that sort of stuff. Um, the big change is the uh, companion, mm. where uh, they've haven't given me a yes or a no if dog meat is back sorry i know i know that you 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 really wanted to know that i I did try and put that one out yeah but um uh there's definitely companions with you Mm. and there's definitely uh, a lot more of an intricate involvement with them i mean uh the funniest thing i think i spoke to you about this uh over the weekend but one of the funniest things i remember seeing was they had um a, a kind of burnt mutant called raul Mm. who you, you end up freeing and you can you know take him along or kill him and you end up taking him along. He's got like a Tommy gun and he's using it. And you can take weaponry or give him weaponry and same with items and give him commands and things like that. So <laughs> you take the Tommy gun off him and give him a steel pipe and you yeah. just hear this audio because it's Raul. He's got like a, a tattoo from Fantasy Island kind of voice and he's like, okay, boss, I give you this Tommy <laughs> gun and I'll take this long metal <laughs> yeah, that's going to work out so much better. <laughs> okay, boss. And he just runs off. <laughs> You're just sitting there going, what the fuck is uh, going on? That's awesome. Um, look, it does look... Uh, it, it looks great, but it is going to be the same thing. Level 30 cap, uh, which everyone is assuming they're setting that up for a batch of DLC that they'll release and then raise the level cap again. Mm. Uh, this basically... Uh, New Vegas feels to me like fan service. Mm. They sat there and went, we were on to an awesome thing. Everybody loved Fallout 3. So you know what? We're going to do a couple of tweaks here and there. We're going to give it a bit of an aesthetic upgrade. 
and we'll roll it out because it has come out fairly quickly in, yeah. in comparison to the last one. That's not to say not to get excited about it. I, it was just me personally. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of Fallout. I know you are, yeah. uh, and I know that uh, you know most of the chat room are salivating over it. Mm. But, uh, yeah, in my opinion, if you like Fallout 3, you will love this. Okay, cool. We've had one question in the chat room. Uh, somebody was asking, is the Karma system still in there? Did you... Yes. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I... So I, I figure that all of the main feel, all the same weapons, all the same sort of system and so on yeah. and so forth. Oh, there, there is a difference. The, the one thing they have added is a hardcore mode, mm. um, which is really, really intriguing, which is uh, all of your weapons break down more. Mm. And you will need to, as a normal human being, eat and drink water. Oh, okay. And when you take health and stims and whatever else, mm. they're released gradually over time and you heal over time. Oh. And you don't immediately heal. Which for somebody like perhaps yourself and Shane and Nacho yeah. Justice uh, and the hardcore players out there, which won't affect me and Beardison, um, <laughs> you know, you guys will definitely get into that. So I could say it really will be uh, something for fans of the... I hate saying it, but for fans of the genre. Yep. Now, the one that has me bona fide... Oh, dude, I am so excited to hear what, everything, everything about this. Everything I have seen of Brink has led... It, it has been everything that I hoped it would be and more. I have a boner for this game. I may have walked up to the CEO of Splash Damage, the, the irrepressible Paul Wedgwood, and told him that I want to rape Brink. Um, <laughs> then, then telling him that it is oh. alpha code, so it would be statutory rape of Brink. And then I may have walked up to Shane, uh, not our Shane, but Shane of Bethesda, and told him that I want to drag it behind the chateau and make it pregnant. Um, yeah. Well, uh, hey, you know. <laughs> as Sido said, they <laughs> copped some splash damage for sure. Oh. Bazinga. <laughs> uh, look, it is a amazing looking game. Uh, everybody knows my problems with uh, Modern Warfare 2 and things that uh, do not have team-based objectives attached to them in the first-person genre. I'm very pleased to announce that Brink is uh, eight-player co-op through campaign mode. And you can play either the resistance fighting against the oppressive security force, or I think it's called the authority. I could have gone that wrong. But um, you definitely get to fight both sides of it. And mm. you have many, many different tasks. It feels like Battlefield significantly tweaked. Yeah. Now, the big thing about this, which will have uh, Dice who made Mirror's Edge sitting there going, cunts, <laughs> uh, is the fact that they've got what they call... Sorry, I have to do... My name is Paul Wedgwood, and I'm talking to you about smart technology. Sorry, I had to do that. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Paul. Um, but uh, they have this smart button that they've incorporated to the FPS, which is if you see something that it looks like you can slide under, and you run towards it, press down, and keep your finger on the smart button, you will slide underneath it. Yes. If you look like you can climb onto it, you will just parkour the way all the way up to the fucking top ledges like everything man and it works so smoothly mm. it is beautiful there are times where i've seen him like running out of cover and then you press it and you slide on the ground and you can just envisioning these moments of <gasps> like you know as you're john woo style Fuck side yeah, man. On. yeah no it is Fuck. it is fantastic uh the look of it is very very comic book you've got it, it kind of reminds me of uh, umberto ramos it's kind of massively disfigured guys and you've got um Three body types and where you can go and how much damage you take is directly uh, uh, in keeping with what body size you are. So if you want to do like something stealthy, you'll play an operative. Mm. And then you'll be leapfrogging fucking everywhere, going through shortcuts and doing that. Mm. And the thing is, there's uh, command posts that they set up 
all throughout the game where you can go in, find out what an objective is, change classes, change weapons. You just run and go, boom, 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 I want to do this, a major objective, run off and do it, while the rest of the squad runs about and do their business. Now, the main thing, or not main thing, but one thing I found awesome about Operative is when you kill somebody on the opposing side, you can disguise yourself as them. Nice. Which is something that they glossed over really quickly at anything else I've seen. But this seemed to be, for those splinter celly, you know, stealthy cut guys, this is something that's definitely going to be fun. That's bringing back the whole idea of the spy and sort of Team Fortress and stuff like that. That'll be an awesome... Very, very much Team Fortress. This looks to me like, the honestly, the future of uh, first-person shooters. Dude, the most exciting thing that I think about the game for all the videos that we've seen really is the smart technology. It's the concept of taking first-person shooters and actually changing it up, putting a, a whole new level of skill set. Like, we haven't seen a real change in first person, um, first person playing mm. pretty much since Unreal um, Tournament with the double jumping yep. and, and wall, wall riding and stuff like that. Mate, the biggest thing I've seen like recently is Battlefield. You've got destructible environments, respawning mm. on your squad, things like that that take the faggot Modern Warfare 2 camping <laughs> shit out of the game. I'm sorry, but I hate it. Yep. I really hate it. It destroys first-person shooters... I'm very much about team-based combat. I really enjoy that. I like having an objective. I like working towards something with a team, which is why usually I end up playing Capture the Flag or something like that because I don't want to play Deathmatch. And if you just want to go and kill people, fuck off and go and play Deathmatch. You know, seriously. If, you, uh, if you're playing objectives, then go for the objective. Yeah. And this is what I think Brink's going to revolutionise. I mean, on top of that... It's gotten rid of this whole brown is the new black palette that yeah. every shooter oh, dude, has at the I, moment. I love the fact that if you guys go online, you can find it all over YouTube at the moment. There are videos that will show you um, a bit where they actually uh, take a full camera sweep over about 25 to 30 different characters. Yeah. And each one of these is built with this great customer design that they've got. And you look at them and every one of them looks so different. Yeah. And that's what makes this game really awesome for me is just the fact that customization to a level beyond just two colors and a brown world, it really, really changes up the way that it and looks. And the thing that's nice too is, I, I mean, the general story is that you've got this arc, which is, you know, like it's kind of like the haves and the have-nots, you know. So you've got the arcs and you've got the slums. And the security force that runs the arc is like mega slick, you know what I mean? They've got the best weapons, technology, all of that. Everything looks shiny and brand new. And, and there is deep weapon customization as well. Mm. But then you go down to the resistance and it's like um, they've got tyres as shoulder pads for armour. Or if you're looking at a belt, you can see that it's rope wrapped around three or four times. And it's just, it, you know, like they had uh, arm bandages that were actually rubbish bags that were mm. wrapped around their arms and then nice. they had rope going around it. So there's a lot of just... It, it makes sense, do you know what I mean? The, the resistance would scrape and scavenge to get whatever that they could... And this is what these guys, it's come through. And I mean, I remember Paul Wedgwood was saying he didn't even like the artistic style when it started. Mm. But it grew on him so much. And it really is. It's a beautiful looking game. It Mm. is amazing. And uh, to be honest, I can't fucking wait to get my hands on it, man. I'm dying for a playtest. So O2A Bethesda, if you hear me. Hook a brother up with a copy. Yeah. Quickly. Um, yeah, Quickly. no, it'll be great to follow this along, and we will try and get as much coverage on this as we can because um, this is a game that both me and Dave are incredibly excited yeah. about. And I'm actually going to label this, and I don't do this very often, I am going to label this as possibly one of what I would consider the next-gen first-person shooters. Absolutely. And this game it could be really important if it's handled right just for completely changing the way we play games. Plus, so, it's also to remember that um, the, the guys behind it and splash damage. They, I think this is their first IP 
the like brand new IP that they're working on because they yeah. worked on Doom and Wolfenstein and things and, like that. Yeah, uh, the uh, Unreal Tournament. Unreal Tournament. Uh, sorry, no, not, not <clears throat> Unreal Tournament. R E T Enemy Territory. They yes, sorry, you're Quake right. Wars. You're right. Quake, Quake Wars. Wars. That That's was my bad. So, so it's very exciting to have guys who have such a rich pedigree mm. moving forward and trying to do something different. And I think that the majority of the industry will definitely stand up and go, you know, we like what these guys are doing and they'll copy it. It's my pick. I know it's early days, but seriously, it's my pick for sleeper hit of the year. I think it's going to be like Borderlands times a thousand. I think it's (laughs) going to really, it'll be one of those where people will be like, oh yeah, it looks good. And then word of mouth will spread and it'll just go through the fucking roof. So... (sighs) Awesome, man. Well, look, um, you, so you had a good time. You managed to make it back, only just. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, did, I did barely barely make it back. Uh, there are many other stories from that trip which will not be told, talked about on air. But, um, yeah, look, it was a fantastic trip, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to, uh, well, one, having a long relationship with O2A because, you know, they're, they're pretty new and they've already managed to, you know, grab Bethesda. Yeah, freaking good game. So um, uh, I would say probably that Brink could be one of the first... Brink or New Vegas will be the first events that they'll be running locally. Mm. So uh, as soon as we hear word on that, uh, I'm sure Josh and I will be along for the ride and we'll give you guys an update. So that was uh, Madame in Paris. (laughs) Awesome, guys. Well, look, um, we had a... a break. Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. Take a a drink. I'll take over for a minute. Look, guys, um, wanted to let you know, uh, we, we found this floating around the net. And look, I mean... We rag on Nintendo a lot, and we apologize for that um, I, a little bit. Um, but I just found this really funny because... Well, you uh, do. I like Nintendo. N- Ninten- no, look. I, I, like, I like Nintendo. I own, I own a DSi, and, and I'm currently using a Wii, and I may have swore at it a few times, but it's still a lot of fun. Um, I just wanted to say that Nintendo uh, lately have been doing some interesting things. Uh, people might have read there's an article. It's not actually on my show notes, but um, there's an article floating around at the moment which is all about the fact that uh, Miyamoto has come out and said that the online service isn't really working for them. They may need to charge for it. Now, you see, the difference between them and Sony is when Sony has to charge, people get scared because they would pay for it, right? Whereas... <laughs> I wouldn't pay for Nintendo no. online service. <laughs> I think it's... I think on the Wii downstairs, we've probably gone online once when we yeah. first set it up. I mean, there are some the cool... Wii has online. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Look, man, it's a good place to pull down uh, the uh, virtual games and to get some of your old school classics. I will admit that that's great, but I pay for those. Mm. I don't need to pay for a service to get those. The um, online, which I have had the joy of uh, working through it's at the moment really while playing. It's really slow. It's well. really slow, and I have been trying to play Monster Hunter over the last few days online. I have had two people I can't connect with, and the other person that I managed to connect with got disconnected after five minutes. This is not due to my internet connection, and anyone that plays with me will know this. But, apart from that, Nintendo is also pointing fingers at the moment, and they have decided to point their fingers at and label... Apple as their enemy of the future. <laughs> now, we've talked about this at length, actually. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm no. sorry, that's kind of like, uh, and I'm not talking about how it ended up, but it's yeah. kind of like David pointing at Goliath going, you're my enemy! <laughs> Goliath like, really? But interestingly enough, in your uh, analogy, uh, David uh, wins. David wins. Well, of course he does. We're not quite sure. But look, Nintendo. uh, (laughs) Uh, Did you really have to put that up? This is their soldier on the front line. (laughs) I I don't want to know what his weapons are. Then, Uh, for anyone who's listening to the audio cast, uh, that was our 
Beardy's favourite picture, which comes up every time we mention Nintendo, <laughs> of Ron Jeremy dressed like Mario. He if you don't know who, so well. <laughs> he really does. If Dave. you don't know who Ron Jeremy is, I suggest Go watch Google it and make sure that your mum's not around. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Google it and turn off Safe Search. <laughs> yeah, you will definitely need to turn off Safe Search. Um, no, I just I, I find this interesting because uh, Nintendo, have, as we all know, um, really do have their hands full trying to beat um, the Goliath that is um, Apple. Everyone at the else. No, <laughs> well, look, let's just stick with the no, Apple they're, they're for now. Well. Oh, no, no, and, look, look. Quite frankly, I don't think Nintendo is worried about PSP Go very much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's worried about PSP. Go. Did I you think, see? I oh, think dude, the, none of the guys. No, no, no. I saw statistics. I think the Nokia N Gage is actually doing better than the PSP Go right now. <laughs> oh, dude, no. I had to comment that on Kotaku at the moment, one of the guys at Kotaku is currently selling his PSP Go on eBay, and he's actually put up a post that says, "Has the PSP um, PSP Go really died already?" He's like, "Come on, guys, I just need to sell this thing. Can somebody please buy it?" And I'm like, "Dude, you don't use your front page as a place to advertise that. Man, that really must not be moving." Um, but ah, uh, nachos yes. with a beautiful line of PSP, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> um, I have to say though that look, as much as the battle is there, Nintendo, I. They have struggled through millions and millions of these kind of things before. And I just have to say that, guys, please, you, we made the mistake with the... Uh, we, we made a backward step with the GameCube, and it was kind of like something that shouldn't have happened. Please don't start charging, and please don't start targeting um, uh, Apple, because it's a different kind of company. You guys have always stuck to your guns with the fact that you bring out fun games, and you bring out... <coughs> Uh, most no Nintendo themselves. Come on, if we're going to okay, it not down the and, Wii. No, not the Nintendo. Wii. Okay. We're talking about Nintendo themselves. Fine. And also, for, if we're talking about the the, the combat with Apple, yeah. this means that this is we're talking DS here. We're talking yeah. we're talking DS versus iPad, iPhone, or the DS. Yeah. What do they call it? 3D or whatever. DS 3D, DSi XL. D, you know, with all the all the DS range as opposed to the Apple portable range. Yeah. is the is the argument. I don't think we're talking about Wii here. This is this is. This I don't think anyone's talking about Wii. No, I don't think anybody's talking about Wii. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Look, it's it's sad to see them kind of uh, kind of start pointing fingers this early. Like, um, one's a phone and has functionality, and yes, it is something you're definitely going to have to worry about because you are both living in the same market. Simple games and shovelware mm. kind of titles, mm. and yeah, I kind of understand why they would be worried. But um, if they stick to their guns and bring out fun games, bring out Mario's, bring out Zelda's. All that sort of stuff. Um, I think the big thing at the moment is just that I hope that they rethink their idea of 3D. That's the only thing I care about. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't think it's a safe direction to go. Um, look, and I think the Wii needs... The other, thing that the, the other thing that Nintendo really has to look at, though, is also game prices. Mm-hmm. Because where Apple is kicking their ass is even on premium titles, they're only charging 15 bucks 15 a game. Bucks, yeah. yeah. You know, so they're going to have to really look at that pricing structure yeah. of their games. And yes, there's a lot of shovelware on the iTunes store, but there's a lot of really good games there, too. And they're much cheaper. And on pricing, I'm sorry, I have to say this. I, have to, I don't know if this leads into one of our stories, but I have to say it because it's been on my mind. The new Modern Warfare patch pack thing, whatever yeah. they oh, did, the, the map kind of, pack, the map yeah. pack that they're doing, right? Yeah. The one that was like what twenty five bucks for like you know one map and and you know some other bullshit. Yeah. And eighty three billion people bought it. Yeah. Thank you for fucking over the DLC from yeah. now on. Because yeah. all that's going to happen is Infinity Ward are going to release shit DLC 
and everyone else is going to go, well, they did it and they charged 25 bucks. So why don't we do that as well? well? Considering the Mass was... Effect 2 just released a, D- a new DLC, which was just like a visor and a gun, mm. and it was like, you know, several hundred points. And you sit there and go, that should have been free. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, not, that's not an add on. Guys, I think the point <laughs> will eventually come where someone will really cross the line. I mean, look, people will buy anything Modern Warfare, so let's not use that as a target mark. But look, we are. No, I w- I gamers are a I force. Um, and like when <laughs> Sorry, we... metallic ice in your chat room says stimulus package. The only thing that's stimulating is Activision's pockets. Well, they Ooh. do. They do <laughs> have. They do have a very large uh, uh, lawsuit that they need to get money for. Well, that's so. true. <laughs> well, that and their um, recent release of uh, what was it? Um, uh, Call of Duty two, three, and five in a pack that's coming out soon. And it's like, wow, you guys are really just pushing for the money now, aren't you? Um, it's kind of sad. Uh, actually, funnily enough, we have a story which we may as well lead straight into. We'll come you, back. By the way, just before you lead into that, though, is that uh, I don't want to step on your toes here. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, 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 actually, it is. It's one of your stories. I won't step on your toes. Keep going. <laughs> thank you, Dave. Thank you for letting me. Uh, oh, the old bait and switch. Play me out, Johnny. There was just something in this story that I found amusing. So when he gets to it, I'll talk about okay, it. Okay, cool. Well, get to it, for God's sake. <laughs> well, I, I would, but there's all these people talking while I'm trying to do something. <laughs> Things. Anyway, guys, on the subject <laughs> so day, of Infinity War. <laughs> Sorry, on we, the we subject turn? of Infinity War. Oh yes, yes. I found it quite interesting to uh, continue our search for the information on where modern warfare stands and uh, and uh, how. Um, Is the... it, isn't that an oxymoron now? <laughs> Infinity War. Well, it's it's still standing. more like no it's still war. Standing. <laughs> Bazinga! All right, I'm done. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's still standing, but only just, because when you think of the fact that Infinity Ward, we now have a number, has lost 35 people over to respawn. Out of only 40-something people. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and 38 people are part of the class action lawsuit, or as I'm calling it, the acty finger suit. <laughs> I, I would have thought... Do you know what it reminds me of? You called it the ripening. <laughs> you know what it reminds uh, that, me of, Josh? That is actually a nacho... A nacho um, uh, a comment that I can't steal, but I do give it ripening out of ten. <laughs> do, you, do you remember uh, the film The Informant? Um, yes. It reminds me of the scene where they arrive at that office where they're going to fire some people, and it's literally the the office is like bare, and there's like one desk in the corner with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what Infinity Ward looks like right now. There's a guy that's just picking up the phone every ten minutes and going, "Hello, <laughs> anybody there?" It's not a guy, actually. It's a housekeeping. <laughs> Infinity Ward, no, <laughs> no. But we still need forty-eight billion dollars to keep this shit running. So. Yeah, but what got me about about this story was the fact that they are developing another Call of Duty, and you sit there and you go, "Who? Who exactly?" Is it's actually, on? it's actually just the the art guy that's drawing <laughs> up <laughs> drawing up pictures of a dude. <laughs> It's a a, it, it, yeah, it's it's actually going to be stick figure war. It'll be yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, basically, like... they're following they're following the um, the Medal of Honor star, and they're like, "You want a guy with a beard? Let's get, let's get a guy with a huge freaking." <laughs> it's going to be like that, Nintendo. and he attacks people with the beard. What's the, what's a Nintendo game? Doodle bots or whatever. <laughs> doodle jump. That'll be it. modern modern doodle jump. That'll that'll be the new one. Where you've got a gun and a beard. <laughs> and you jump up, and, you, jump up and, uh, you don't have a knife. You just whip people with your beard. That's oh, right. And they're talking to that housekeeper. Yeah, no, make us a soldier. <laughs> no. <laughs> I need more them and pledge for soldiers. Anyway, we, 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 that, that, that's enough. That's enough ragging on Infinity. I'm sorry, Mo- Moopy Doo says the next Call of Duty will be a flip book. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be buried next to Atari's ET in the landfill. 
Oh god, god, god! All right, well, look, let's uh, let's break this thing up for a bit, and we'll give you guys a chance to uh, recoup and watch something awesome. Um, we have the new Red Dead trailer that came out. I particularly like this one just because um, it kind of it kind of elaborates a bit on the story, and kind of short. shows you a bit of the world, and yes, it's also very all the short. Red Dead trailers been way too long, and without being racist, yeah, it makes me want to have a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> so with this introduction, Taco Taco Enchilada, Red Dead Redemption, Revolution. What are you doing here, King? I'm not Espanol. This whole place is teeming with Americans on the run, mercenaries, locals hell-bent on revolution. I know this land. I know these people. Don't worry about me, Mr. Marston. I'm living in history. I'm not afraid to die. We brought them God! They turned their back on him. These socialist pigs cannot be allowed to win. My brothers! Come on! Viva la revolución! Viva Mexico! Mexico loves you, Mr. Marston. Funny way of showing. <laughs> go get drunk, go get a woman! It's a beautiful struggle! <laughs> badges? We don't need no goddamn badges. <laughs> is, is it wrong that all I hear every time I look at this is machete? They <laughs> <laughs> fucked with the wrong Mexican. Dude, I'm sorry, I have to segue. Have you seen that fucking trailer? Oh, I've got cool. a little That is the man. greatest trailer of all time. I am so eager to see Fat that movie. Steven Seagal at the end against Danny Trejo, uh, machete to machete. And how the hell the How the hell did they talk Robert De Niro into that shit? <laughs> uh, they went, do you need money? You look like you, your acting career is shit. And no, you need it's, money. Uh, it doesn't have that much money in that. So no, it's a very low budget film. I just, everybody just loves Rodriguez. I, I think it's just the whole idea of being in a grindhouse yeah, film. Better. I mean, if I was an actor, I would put myself up for that. But this is a subject for another show. I would put myself <laughs> up for he it because it. he has love I know scenes he with Michelle Rodriguez and Jessica Alba. And all I can say is... He, ki- he gets the women That's and he right. kills the bad guys. <laughs> Machete. Okay, moving on, Josh. <laughs> moving on to something completely the same related. Little Big Planet 2. Because, of course, that's, you know, all to do with death and, and thing. Well, it really is. Like, I mean, I just want to say for the record that it this It does have game, to do with sack. Yeah. So there's your segue right there. Well, yeah, no, but also, Dave, that this is probably one of the most uh, sort of anti-cooperative and most violent games I've ever played. The amount of times that I end up either killed or being killed by someone by either being slapped into, like, some sort of spike pit or having your mate wait for you until you jump across a gap and then pull away the thing that you're <laughs> supposed to grab onto just to watch you die a couple of times. Yes, um, our uncooperative plays. Very, very, the, uh, the very term. uncooperative. Uh, I have to admit, when I, when I was looking through the show notes, I was like, really? Little Big Planet? Really? And then I had a look at them and I was like, okay, it looks kind of badass. Dude, it's crisp, man. I mean, like, I have to say, I'm sorry for the quality on the pictures. These are actually scans out of um, the new magazine that is coming out, the new Edge magazine, I believe. Mm. Um, but the actual pictures themselves are freaking crisp. Like, the graphics have, have really been moved up quite a bit. And the whole concept of being able to develop uh, moving machines. So you basically, um, I, I can see me and my friends having uh, robot wars. 
I see that happening a lot, kind of just both of you kind of angling at each I'm gonna other. I'm going to call you Real Steel for the rest of the oh, show. Oh, yeah. That'll be awesome, man. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and giant... Um, Things. Uh, yeah, giant sack boys, which I don't quite get. But, um, look, it's all very confusing, and it is first pictures. Uh, there's flying machines, apparently, which look funky. Um, <laughs> very funky. I think we've reached the end of this story. It's run, it's, it's run <laughs> I, I've reached the end of pictures, so... Yeah, all right, well, that, there we go. We're, we're done. Let's move on, I guess. Um, Sorry, but you, just, you, you were just trailing off then, and I was I, like, I wasn't okay. quite sure what to, what to make of it. It's just like, that's There's the problem with Little Big stuff. Planet, um, is the fact that really it is all concepts of what you make and what you do to the actual world. So when you look at things and you see somebody... A, a little tiny girl sack boy flying along on what looks to be a giant... Um, a little girl sack boy. It's, it's got hair and it's got, it looks like a... <laughs> shut the fuck fine, up, all right? Fine, a little girl... Tot girl. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, yeah, anyway, look, it's not important. The point of the thing is she's flying around on what looks like a giant robot... Uh, uh, dragonfly. Yes. So I don't know. I'm sorry, Dave. Do you have something better to explain what was on the screen just then? Oh, snap. No, exactly. He threw the gauntlet down. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we'll move into what is the last of our news stories today. The Um, best news story. uh, Well, yeah. I mean, it's just a a patch update. But for anybody here, and that's pretty much most of us uh, that play Battlefield 2 uh, Bad Company online, uh, you will know, of course, that... Uh, the game has a few things that make you go, Oh, fuck! What? That's so bullshit. And basically, this is a patch to clear up just a few of those. So we thought we'd modern, them out. Modern Warfare players, we're looking at you. Apparently, the PC users got this a while ago. PC users got a, a modified version of this. It's not the entire patch that we're getting, right. but the PC version will, about a week later, get everything else that right. is on this. We win. So, yeah, uh, we get this beforehand. Um... It is a good patch. There's a bunch of things. Uh, we have the AK-74U, which is the mini AK, uh, will have more recoil when aiming, which is brilliant. Well, it kind of makes sense because my biggest problem with um, with this title is that when you unlock weapons later on, most of the time they're shitter than the weapons that you start with. And you're like, why the fuck did I bother unlocking this weapon Anyway, mm-hmm. and I mean, the, the, the AKS-74U, uh, I believe, is like the second weapon you unlock yeah. in Assault. And it's got the exact same stats as the, I think, what, M4, uh, yeah. M416. That's like, well, why would I bother trying to level up when I can just use this? So uh, that one I'm happy about. Yeah, no, I'm actually, I'm actually happy about this as well because this is the weapon. This is the spam weapon that everyone uses. Yeah. And the reason you use it is if you tap lightly, you have the accuracy of a goddamn sniper rifle. And it is a little bit beyond a joke. I do so, have to mention something quickly that Nacho did, uh, which is um, the patch that they did to PC has actually made it almost impossible to knife someone in the back. Yeah. Which is fucking ridiculous because yeah. uh, anyone who is a, a sneaky veteran around... Uh, which I may even add myself into this now that I've played for 50 hours or so, that's where you get 60 70% of your knife kills is sneaking around behind and popping somebody in the back. And taking that away, I mean, Nacho has found a way around this, of course, with the uh, dun, 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 repair tool, um, which works <laughs> just as well. But it just doesn't have that satisfying thwack. That you no. get when you knife somebody, especially head. when you run through and kill like three people with a knife. Exactly. I mean, so but this so, has not been announced on this patch, so no. we will find out whether or not PC, uh, whether or not we'll ever get this. I like this debate going on in your chat room about the uh, noob tube. 
Yeah. And somebody's saying, no, you mean pro, pro pipe. And it's like, <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> uh, I, I have to tell everyone in there, I was known as the king of noob tube when I first started and played yep. Assault. And I, I have over 200 kills with the noob tube. <laughs> but, um, I don't see any problem with that. <laughs> I don't see any problem. But I, uh, when I was playing on Friday night, I was playing on, my, on the Xbox. Yeah. And I, I, the only thing I'd leveled up was Assault class. And I'd, I'd lost the knack of the new... I'd, I was back to... I was, I'd spent so long using regular weapons and mines and rocket launchers. That I was like, I, I've lost the touch. <laughs> I can't tube anybody. And, and, and you know what? My world and life was a little grey that night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, look, um, the G3, the VSS, and all of the semi-automatic rifles will now settle slightly faster after shots. So basically that means there will be less recoil. That's the small and the short of it. Um, we'll browse through this because we've got a lot to do. So yeah. uh, the PK, the PKM, the Type 88 LMG, the G3, uh, the AN94, and the 40 mil shotgun have returned to their former glory. If people don't know what that was, that's pretty much everything for medic. Exactly. Um, these weapons are no longer the bane of the existence of the game. And it seems sorry, sorry to just interrupt, but because they're talking about now the damage of the MG3 bringing it in line with the rest of the LMGs, mm. it seems like. The majority of these patches are to do with um, Medic. Well, that's because no one wants to play Medic because it doesn't seem like a class that's very fair. Dude, Medic is points rapening. I mean, seriously, you've got like 100 round clips, so you can just fucking destroy people. And uh, as 99% of Medics, yes, Cyrus, I'm talking to you, (laughs) uh, do, they revive you without killing the fuck that had just shot you. So you're revived, and then you're just Kevlar. So the guy just shoots you again, and then they get another kill, and they revive you again. Killed the motherfucker first, then revived. Well, Dave, you have to understand that this is exactly what they're doing. They're giving the people more damage so that they will do the kill and then revive you. I'm saying it's going to be good. Just want to have a rant. All right, cool. You've you've had your rant. All right. uh, um, This is the one that I have to, sorry. The slugs for the uh, Sega... (laughs) <laughs> Sega 12 um, at now do more damage at long run. No, uh, uh, they do too much damage. So they've actually lessened the damage oh, of the they Sega. Have? Which made me cry yeah. because I fell in love with the Sega and I started using it with the Magnum Ammo and the Slugs. And it's quite funny when you're in range of a rifle and you go, boom, boom, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> I'm using a shotgun and you're 60 feet away. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I, instead I decided to focus on... Submachine gun kills, and now I'm good. All right, cool. The uh, the SVU, uh, uh, fix the bug with the SVU would do t- too little damage at long range. No one cares. Uh, fix the bug with N95 rounds would not kill armored targets with headshots. This is known as Finally. the Bagmup and Garnet patch. Oh, yeah. So that I'm the two good. of you can camp like you do on an island four kilometers away from the action and get your little Dude, as long as they're doing their job and making sure that when you run down that hallway and a guy comes up behind you, that guy falls down dead before he can get you. (laughs) As long as they do that. They (laughs) don't do that. Oh, listen to this. This is just a slugfest. It is, Just because none of them can talk back at the moment. That's right. Fuck you guys. They'll get you at Friday Night Fights. Anyway. Oh, they're talking back. Catch me first. They're talking back quietly in the chat room. Catch me first. And the one that nobody cares about, uh, slightly increased damage of the Uzi at long range. No, I do care about this because... Because why does an Uzi get longer range? It's an Uzi. It has like a range of about 40 meters and then it's useless anyway. Why are we giving this thing sniper-like reactions? This is stupid. Anyway. I think that every pistol should now come with a sniper scope. 
<laughs> and armored 50 cal rounds. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be able to never leave your home base while shooting. Hand and, and we will call that the Garnet Patch. <laughs> that's right. right, I'm gunning for you, bitch. All right, that's it. Enough news. We're going to move into coming soon. We'll just quickly run over all the titles that are coming out over the next little while. We have Red Dead Redemption. Woo! That's the one I'm waiting for, baby. Oh, God, that's going to be awesome. We if have Josh and I are lucky. What's the date today? If we're lucky, we may have it next Tuesday. Bastards. Well, maybe, uh, maybe that'll be very nice. Um, uh, we have Lost Planet 2 coming out. Now, this will be an interesting one. I'm looking forward to doing reviews on this and finally getting um, a copy of this title because uh, this has not done very well. Uh, I've been reading a lot of reviews online, yeah. and um, it has been smashed. Yeah, it, it has been really, has. really, and, and they're just saying basically that it hasn't done anything different to the first. It, it's added a whole bunch of features that have problems, and it hasn't fixed any of the original problems from the first. So we're hoping to, to say, see. I have to say that we will be interested to get. Plus, I do want to get the um, the, the black French tickler edition, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is the acrid for people who haven't seen it yet. Go check out the collector's edition. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite funny. Uh, we have Alan Wake, uh, which is getting mixed reviews, but actually quite high ones. So we'll be interested. To I see give it heavy rain out of ten. One. Heavy yeah. rain out of ten. Um, all right, we have Alpha Protocol coming out. Now, I have done some digging for you guys, and I actually almost put some videos into the show this week, but. I have to say, as much as I do love Seeger at the moment for giving me AVP, it looks really average. Like, I'm still really average. I'm still excited. I have um, I pulled down five different videos. Even the videos themselves seem to have bugs and and glitches in them. And these are like their release videos. Um, so look, I like I said again, I'm still putting it out there. We want to see if we can get some hands-on time with this. And uh, actually see if we can make our own decision. But based on what I've seen, not really that impressed. Anyway, uh, Demon Souls is coming out next month. Guys, if you didn't get a chance to import this, when this comes out, get it. If you are a hardcore fan, this is the hardest game you will ever play. Fuck yes, it makes Ninja Gaiden look like, uh, fuck, I don't know, Barbie's dream house. Exactly. Um, And I would suggest controller insurance. Or at least have a backup <laughs> because you will fucking snap the living shit out of it. Uh, I have played it with Sido and he can attest to it. Awesome game, but Jesus Christ, it is hard. Yeah, no, it is an awesome game. And speaking of uh, games, shall we move into a review? Yeah, why not? All right, cool. Guys, this, uh, this week's review is, of course, Monster Hunter uh, 3. We're not going to go into this on huge levels of detail for one reason. Um, Nobody cares. Oh snap! Sorry, he because went there. we have we have differenting opinions on this game, and uh, we will talk out a bit about that, and we mm. will give it a basic. Oh, sorry, Sudo. Uh, we will give it a uh, basic review um, for people because I will start by explaining that this game has not changed in the fact that it is still a game for fans. Yeah, if you're into the series, you will get into the game. I want to let you continue. F- I'm going to let you finish. But I just want to say for Metallic Ice, because he's bitching and moaning, yes, Skate 3 is also coming out in the next week, uh, yes. which uh, I, I may be the only person, but I don't care. I, I, I have actually played it, man, and look, the demo does look cool, but um, we haven't managed to secure copies to that, and I am broke because uh, Heather at Nintendo forgot to send me my copy of Monster Hunter, so therefore I had to go out and buy one. 
Uh, so unfortunately, I, I would deal with Heather that. Nacho style, and you know what that means, and Nacho knows what that means, and I'm not explaining it to anyone else. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So anyway, guys, listen. You start Monster Hunter Three, and the initial thing that I got out of this game was I tried to imagine myself restarting this game, but I didn't really have to do that because when you start playing this game, it is the it is the start that is definitely so much different to the original game. The original game is done true. Asian hardcore RPG style, which is that they give you a weapon, they give you next to nothing, and they throw you the fuck in the world and go learn. And um, this does not do that. This does the complete opposite, and this is probably my initial problem with the game, is that the intro missions are so boring. Like, I'm a Monster Hunter fan, yes, I remember the original game, and I remember having the missions, but the it was simple, and it didn't have large amounts of explanations. It said, go find herbs. And you just walked around and you found herbs. And you would find herbs the first time, but you'd also find all the other things. And then the next mission that you'd do, you'd have an idea of where to find Mm. said items. This one literally tells you exactly where to go in like 10 or 20 different messages of dialogue from like three different people. Then pops up in a message, stopping gameplay and popping it up, having to read it again. Oh my god. So much speech. So much wandering around. Um... I, I understand why you would do this, and to a non-Monster Hunter fan, uh, I understand that this will probably seem long and tedious, but also for someone that's already played Monster Hunter, this should be a goddamn skip feature. I don't need to do this all again. I've done it before. I've got to say something, too. Uh, I know that it is um, you know, it is a Wii game, and you have to take it with a, a grain of salt, but you know what? After playing the shit out of Red Steel 2 mm. recently and yeah. seeing that that had literally pushed mm. the Wii to the edge, like it, it, it's almost... Next gen consoles, mm. you know, uh, graphics. It is that good. Now this had clipping all over the fucking place, yeah. massive clipping issues. Which you know, I'm sorry, but there's just no excuse for that. I don't care how big the game is or whatever else. Yeah. There's no real excuse for that. And it, it was also the um, the attack styles and everything, and the recognition mm. seemed very not difficult because Josh will attest I pulled off some fucking. Mm. Uh, 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 amazing moves, even mm. by my standards. But um, it, it just—I uh, think it's after playing something like God of War, even when it was on PS2, you had great recognition of what you were fighting and motion around it. And this just seemed to be incredibly limiting on what you can do. Well, and I do understand it's an RPG. I take mm. that into consideration. Yeah. And you know me—I'm I, a huge. Maybe it's—it's it's the change in playing too many first-person yeah. shooters lately. But yeah. it just—it. It didn't grab me, and I wanted to like this game. I really did want to do it, mm. but it just it, uh, it was a long opening, and it, I don't know. It just didn't get me there. I'm going to invest a lot more time into it, and uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll do like a, a mini review later mm. on of you know like a look back and did we get it right or not? Which yeah. Maybe maybe an awesome new feature we should <laughs> add. But um, yeah, at this point, it, I didn't find it engaging at all. Look, uh, I will which, admit- which surprised me. I was playing through uh, with Dave because, um, obviously, number one, I wanted to try and get Dave to the fun parts of this game. And uh, also, I knew that Dave would probably struggle with trying to put hours and hours into doing simple things like carving animals and so on and so forth, which a lot of the first part of the game is. Uh, I think um, you'll you remember my RPG pedigree yeah. came through with yes. me taking every fucking herb no, that's that there the was Jew under in the you. sun. That's, well, that's the true. Jew in you. Um, it's but... free? Give me ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can combine um, shit and make something better? <laughs> Woo! Let's go. Um, look, I, I got much uh, further than Dave did. I've been playing it quite solidly yesterday night and uh, most of Saturday evening as well. Um, 
there, when you start to get past that level and start to have to learn how to combat um, in this game, there is a real sense of reward when you start to get to the point where, as you'll see on screen, there are huge freaking monsters, and when you are fighting them, uh, it becomes a real. Uh, it, it, it is. I relate it back to sort of um, doing martial arts. It's sort of the concept that the first few times you do this, it's a matter of learning how the creature reacts, how um, things go down, uh, what its weaknesses are, and so on and so forth. And is this it, the one that made you shit your pants when we were over at my place? What? The monster that was up there? Was uh, that the no, that one? That, uh, that one was definitely a bit of an interesting thing. Uh, they, they do things a lot the same, and this is why I don't feel like it's really a sequel. It's sort of number two staged in a new area. Um, it's almost like an expansion pack, and I really hope that the games that they bring out on 360 and PS3 will be a huge uh, step forward, because one mm. of my major problems with the game is the fact that um, they do things the exact same way. Like, it's like... In, uh, in the first few missions, you have a mission which seems incredibly easy. When you go to do it, a creature jumps out. In number two, it was the Tigrex. In this, it is the uh, Lager, Lager, I don't know how to pronounce it. A uh, big giant <laughs> sea monster that can take three quarters of your health in one swipe. It is definitely not something you want to stay and fight. Uh, it oh, is... plus the fishing missions at the beginning, which you loved so oh, much. Oh, man, the fish, yeah, no. Uh... You've got to catch, like, three fish, and it's like every other fucking fish under the sun, but that fish is there, so... It I... is a game that sort of is almost a state of zen. You have to kind of really put yourself in the world, and it is very difficult at the start because you can't quite see where it's heading. Mm. Like, in the first one, they broke it up by giving you some missions along the way that were kind of like fight one creature that was relatively hard, and then do these few missions in between. In this game, it is really just a drive, and then it gives you the fun missions. And I've just started to get to the fun missions now, and um, I have to say that I'm a little bit disappointed in that. Now, to talk about the good features, the combat, especially the new... um, the new addition to having the combat done with the right stick, which we did not try with you because I would have to have exited the game, um, is awesome because right. it gives you much more control over direction of combat and also what move you want to perform. Um, it's a lot less in combos and it's a lot more in sort of is this I want to attack forward. Yeah, uh, no, it's with the new <clears throat> black classic controller oh, right. that you can play with. Um, that is a really good feature. Also, I heard that the shield bash, like that stun, is new as yes, well. Yes, and so it also can be incorporated into combat, which yeah. is another really fun thing. It doesn't always work on the bigger creatures, um, but it is a nice function, especially for the smaller weapons. Uh, and yeah, it is. Uh, it's a nice addition, and I'm very glad that they left that in there. Um, uh, and or expanded on it as well because the shield uh, sword combo always pretty much from the halfway mark becomes useless because it's like yeah you can stab at him with that little pig sticker but it's six times the size of you something else I want to bring up the biggest creature that we have seen so far in most of the videos is the sea monster you see at the start uh, which really worries me because number two that was kind of a halfway mark. That was a, you've bet this wonderfully tough creature, now here's the rest of the creatures, and it would take you to a whole new level by giving you creatures that were a harder version of the creature you had already faced. Kind of and like almost a, a Shadow of the Colossus style. Exactly, exactly like that, yeah. And you would get these creatures that would become more about what you would learn, which was breaking down the fact that this mm. thing may be bigger than you, you can take it down, you just have to figure out how. And stuff like that. And this is what bred the giant monster underworld. Three doesn't seem to have that level of depth. I know that they're doing a lot of online content. I know that there's a lot more coming. Um, and I'll be interested to see this. This is going to be one of the reviews where the reason that we have 
um, said that we're not going to do a huge review on it is we can't review it in one go. It's something that we're going to have to work towards a review for. I would actually really like to, um, <clears throat> and as I said before, I wasn't kidding. I think this may be something that you yeah. and I will come back to, uh, unless it's something like you know Red Dead, which we're going to try and knock out in like a week and a half yeah, or something yeah. once that's out. But uh, for something that is a significant in-depth RPG, we may do mm-hmm. like a review and give it like internal, uh, uh, sorry, um, beginning impressions, yeah. and then maybe just do a five-minute you know, counter-review yeah. perhaps in like two or three weeks once we've really delved in as far as we yeah. can go and then see, you know, hey, we got it wrong, we didn't, yeah. Yeah. whatever else. Yeah. Because uh, it appears that Sido uh, is taking great offence to what we're saying at the moment. Look, Sido uh, <laughs> knows, because he's actually been around in my house for Monster Hunter Nights, um, that I am a huge fan of this game and I'm not trying to say at all that I think the game's bad. What I think is we planned to do the review this week because we thought there's nothing else out, this is the one we'll do. This is the kind of game that we're going to have to put on a lot more hours. I've got to say, just listening to you guys review. talk about it, I am actually curious to play it myself. So, yeah. Look, you know, um, I actually think it, it would definitely be your style of game, Beardy. I think that it's something you'll get a lot out of because you do have that RPG and we really I do. And, yeah. and you do and really like I didn't that. actually realize it was an RPG, so yeah. that's why I've avoided it up until now. But in hearing the descriptions of it and having to yeah, do the fishing, it's, it's you know, an and I'm the going, game. I can I can actually see myself playing I, I will admit, I would really, really like to see what they could do with Monster Hunter if they did a next generation version. Well, they are. It's um, There's two, uh, two in the works at the moment. Moment. They both look fantastic. What the gameplay is like will be a question of how they approach it. I hope that they expand the combat. I'm not. Lo- I'm not asking for God of War, mm. but I would like to see a little bit more damage recognition, and I would definitely like to see uh, a few more combinations than the basics that you had. Because don't get me wrong, and I mean you, you saw mm. the combat. I was enjoying. It was just mm. all of the shit that you had to do, toing and froing to get to the combat yeah. that was kind of well, annoying. Well, look, that becomes less and less as a problem as the game goes on. What we're going to do, guys, is we will actually call this review now. Well, Red Dragon in your chat room just wants to know, is the verdict, should they dust off their Wii? Um, look, this is what I would say to you. Uh, if you are a huge fan of deep games, so games where you will be immersed into a world, so things like you know Mass Effect. I mean, I don't want to compare it to that because it's a very different game. Yeah. Mass Effect is very much straight up and down, balls to the wall action the entire way through. I mean, there's lots of dialogue in between, but it's all based around mm-hmm. this epic journey. This is really about becoming one with what you are doing. It's really a matter of learning uh, new styles and ways to play the game. There are so many videos out there for this game to learn how to do particular combat. I have had <clears> to <throat> delve into these myself. It's not something where you can just learn really quickly. Um, it's, it's, it's immersive. And um, I really thought that we could, as a fan, I could nut out enough of this game to really kind of get into it. So I would have to say, uh, Red Dragon, um, if you're a fan of games that are, that are deep and have a lot of um, sort of this to them, please come, uh, please dust it off, please jump in and give it a try. And what you can also do is um, we will be giving out uh, the website address uh, at the end of the show, um, and we will just get, if you want, go to the site and actually just post up your we address, yep. and we can then join in because the game is four-player. So if you have the online component, me, uh, Dave, and Beardy, and maybe you as well, could jump in and actually have I'm a I'm going to get a copy first. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, now uh, I'd like to counter with that where uh, people are saying, should you dust off your Wii? Uh, if you haven't already, you should definitely um, get a copy of Red Steel 2. Yep, uh, I think one. I think that is an absolute must-own for your Wii. Uh, it is... Um, 
invigorating. It is a workout because uh, when you have the Wii Motion Plus, I, I'm not trying to go into a review for this. I'm just yeah. giving a brief. Uh, you, it actually has recognition as to turning the controller like that for your stance and how hard you swing. You cannot play this game sitting down and you will have a fucking sore arm by the end of it. Uh, I highly recommend it. I think it's great fun. And uh, I would like to say that <clears throat> I would like to get a little bit more into this because Sido brought up a very good point that there is a lot more to it than just straight combat. There's a lot of running around. There's a lot of uh, alchemy involved. There's a lot of mm. mixing potions, making different things, upgrading your armor. There is a, a, a definite... Yeah, there's a lot of grinding, but there's a lot of tactics involved to the game oh, yes. too. There is a, a decent is evade tactics. system, and there is... Uh, look, the combat is still quite satisfying when you get into mm. it, even in the the limited uh, way that the Wii does have it. Mm. And, uh, and as I said, I don't think we could give a full review on this right yeah. now and be fair. So yeah. we're kind of going to give you like our impressions, and um, I would say if you're wanting to dust off your Wii... At this point, this is not the title, Yeah, but do go out and get Red Steel too because it is fucking great. Wonderful. All right, guys. Well, look, we're going to um, wrap this all up now. Uh, we'll start by plugging all our friends. Uh, number one, uh, we will plug Game Pron. Uh, Dave, would you like to read out the address? Because I know how much you love doing this. Uh, yes, the website would be gamepron.com.au. <laughs> oh, all right. It's, no, it's no AU. AU. No AU? Well, then no AU, maybe a, a, a SA. Wow, I got it right. Dave got it wrong. I'm, I not, I'm not wearing the glasses, okay? So fuck you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, uh, one of our other fans uh, and friends, of course, is Oxygen, which is, uh, that's Monster Hunter, Dave. Yeah, sorry. Uh, let's try it's, again. It's Monstergen. Let's let's put that visual on screen. Monster there Gen? we go. Oxygen, that is the Oz Xbox sorry, I am Gamer Network. Glasses. Um, they are at <laughs> http colon forward slash forward slash oxygn.com. These guys have really great long-winded reviews. I'm a huge fan of uh, their site, and I try to go there at least once a week. Um, you guys should do the same. Of course, we have... Uh, I, li- I quite like their um, iPhone section. They've got, they've got their, mm-hmm. app, their Apple section. I quite yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there is, of course, the two podcasts, uh, the Australian Game Podcast and the Game Arena Podcast. Um, both of those are uh, very interesting shows, and you guys should go uh, search for them on iTunes. Now, Friday Night Fights. Guys, we have been a little bit disjointed uh, with this over the last few weeks. We did play in the leaderboards tournament that they had on uh, Xbox, at least I did. Um, it was a fun experience. I tried. I couldn't actually get in on EA service. Thank you, EA. Yeah. Um, at this stage, what we're going to say is for Friday Night Fights, uh, Friday Night Fights until uh, otherwise known. Um, which, uh, which means until Split Second or... Uh, exactly. Or, until something new comes uh, out, we'll be UFC Battlefield on 360 and PS3 at the same time on Friday nights. That's yep. when we all join together and play. We have no set-up things at the moment because we are in a massive amount of uh, sort of uh, revamping and reorganizing. So we will come back to you with a whole heap more information on that very soon. But just for now, if you're online, if you have one of our uh, gamer tags or need it, uh, please come and heck, um, heckle us for those. And Look, I think us. the easiest is if you're after 360, uh, flick Cyrus uh, a note. Yep. And uh, if you want to jump onto PS3, then uh, Snake Oz. Uh, yep. I will more than likely be on the uh, PS3 
just because uh, after getting owned all <laughs> yeah. last week on uh, yeah, 360. Yeah, Dave did not have a good 360 experience. Dude, it was just, I, I was so used to having every other class unlocked and all the little bells and whistles and my anti-tank mines and fucking tracer darts and all the weapons. And I was like, fucking assault, this sucks. You're such a little crybaby the whole time. Oh, like, I'm so you're not going to be there. You're not going to be there to drill me in the back of the head. Oh, he will be. Oh, in that case, well, he, he will be there just for that reason. It will be great. And excuse fun. me, must I remind you of the dun, 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 yeah. taking out the whole squad? All right, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. You. you started to get into it after yeah, a while. Yeah. After he had quit whinging. Come on, a test for me, Shane. He was whinging pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. you see, even Shane agrees. Where's the timeout button for Shane? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, look, um, the last thing, of course, we're going to plug is ourselves. Um, please check us out on iTunes if you've got a chance. How about we plug each other? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, go to iTunes. Go to the search bar under the store. Type in platforms and uh, give us a review. The review makes us go up and reviews make us happy and they will also be read out live on air. So please, if you've got the chance, jump in and do that. And please give us a rating as well. Five stars if possible. If you don't think we're worth that. Only five you... stars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like Dave said. Uh, of course, <laughs> we need to mention that we are part of the Geek Actually podcast network. We have um, just gone through a site revamp on the Geek Actually site. It's awesome. And you guys, <laughs> I, I and have to second that. It, it looks, is an it looks amazing looking Dave. site. It and really it is does. really smooth. And uh, we have been very active with articles. And you guys uh, um, should comment on everything I've that you possibly can. I've been working my ass off on that More site, importantly, so. though, uh, well, not more importantly, equally as importantly is the fact that we have... Uh, a second podcast which goes out on Saturdays at 12 o'clock do we? oh yeah that one that one and uh, that one actually, handles actually, everything technically geek. we have a first podcast yeah, a first yes podcast. a first podcast yeah I like that we have another one it's, a, it's that other show yeah it's that <laughs> other show that happens um, you guys should definitely go check it out um, we will be reviewing this week no, Gladiator 2 Gladiator 2 oh, sorry, sorry, Robin aka Hood. Robin Hood it's very difficult <laughs> um, uh, to remember that but um, yes and we will also be seeing the movie on Thursday yes, the, night the, the, fish, the unofficial I, I said on the you, Facebook you today, keep making it longer I said on Facebook today I think the title's getting longer it's the unofficial geek actually movie fan club <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, that's at we'll the meet Ritz. this Thursday at Ritz. session times uh, probably tomorrow or the day after once the Ritz posts them they yep. posted so Thursday. I would imagine about 9, 9.30 we usually show up at about 8.30 if that's the case at the Ritz Cafe and yeah. um, just come in it's a great amount of fun just to sort of chill out talk about movies and everything geeky um, every time that we have a large group it is always a hell of a lot of fun and yeah when we went to see Kick-Ass we had like 10 of us and it was yeah, a lot oh, of dude, fun dude even Iron Man was like yeah. 10 or 15 yeah, again no, it's, good. it's awesome if you guys want to come along everyone is welcome please come join us it'll be great uh, other than that if you want to leave us feedback platforms at geekactually.com uh, is the address to do that we also have and I have it in front of me, but I will let Dave do it anyway because he does it in so much better and he has so much nicer a voice than I do. <laughs> we, so also, Dave, we also have a voicemail line which you can leave any comments you like on as long as they're uh, kept down to about under a minute and make sure you specify which show that's for. That's Sydney number 02801131367. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, look, we're going to uh, get out of here. We've been rabbiting on for ages. Uh, it is getting late. 
Uh, thank you for all showing up. Thank you guys for being patient at the start. We have been having all sorts of wonderful problems getting things off the ground over the last few weeks. We still managed to go out and we had quite a good show. I had a good show. Did you have a good show, Dave? I always have a good show. Yeah. And um, look, I thought uh, you guys... No, it was. It was a great show. And thanks for hanging around, guys. Uh, yeah. We do appreciate uh, Awesome that. information, by the way, dude. I'm very impressed with the... Uh, yeah, it was, it was tough to get it all out. Uh, I didn't want to give all the juicy tidbits because I will be doing a lot of writing for uh, various magazines and I don't want them to never send me on a trip again. Um, there is a small chance as well that I will be going to E3, so uh, I might be away for that, just giving people's the heads up. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, as soon as uh, I have uh, have word and I can talk about stuff, I will talk about stuff. Absolutely. On show. Awesome, man. Well, look, um, it's been a great show. Thank you. Thank you, Dave M., You're for welcome. hosting everything. Thank you for Shane for monitoring the chat rooms. Guys, we are out. We will see you next week. Bye. Seacrest out.